Hello and welcome to Progressive Devilry. I'm Stella. I'm taking a quick moment to address something that was released yesterday by Republican Representative Jim Walsh. If you haven't heard of him, he's a rep from Aberdeen who is representing the 19th District of Washington State. He weighed in on a question from Matt Van Bogart and some other challenging school board candidates regarding the power of the school board in regards to state law. Now, as some of you may know, I already answered the question, but it seems they are very intent on making these false promises. So they doubled down in the form of involving a state representative who would falsely back up their claims that they can change or affect state law. Um, this question really came from a group of parents I talked with last night at an event in uh, uh, Cheyenne and Douglas counties. And uh, they were deeply concerned about the ability of local school districts to actually control local school policy. And this whole issue of can the, does the school board have independence or does it have to do what uh, is suggested by uh, the governor or, or OSPI or other state agencies. And uh, what they asked me for, and, and this is a question I have been getting from other groups too, but particularly this group last night, is the information of where in state law the independence and the decision-making power that local school boards has uh, have is described. And, and the answer to that and, and I posted about it separately so people can see the direct site, is it's in the revised Code of Washington, the law of the state of Washington, uh, in Chapter 28A, uh, particularly Section uh, 320. That describes the, the, the specific uh, duties and, and powers and responsibilities of local school boards. The whole... Chapter 28A deals with law uh, affecting schools in the state of Washington. But that Section 320 particularly describes uh, the powers that the local school board has. And it, it, in specific, uses the term broad discretionary power. So, so the local school board has the broad discretionary power to make uh, policy for the effective operation of the local schools. Um, no other entity, governor, OSPI, all of us in the legislature, bureaucrats here or there, no one else has that broad discretionary power that the local elected school boards have. They are first when it comes to deciding the policy of local schools. He used the same RCW I used in my video, but left out one tiny detail. Policies not in conflict with other law. He repeated the only thing he wanted you to hear, which comes right before this little detail. The broad discretionary power. It sounds super powerful and broad until you Google what it means. Administrative agencies are provided with discretionary power to ascertain place and time to hear and decide matters that come before it. Agencies have the power to prosecute or enforce matters through civil or criminal process. Basically, they add and use that terminology so that no one higher up has to oversee board meetings, double approve the budget, 
or micromanage them. Here's my favorite part of the explanation. Administrative agencies must exercise discretionary power in accordance to legal requirements. Discretionary power must be used reasonably, impartially, and avoiding oppression or unnecessary injury. So broad discretionary powers do not mean you have the ability to carte blanche, do what you want. The definition came from a law website, and as always, I'll add it to the sources on my website and link it in the description. Anything he says after leaving this tiny little detail out is moot, because the answer is still no. No, you can't make policy that conflicts with state law. This includes masking, equity, inclusion, and sex ed. It's interesting that Matt couldn't find one of our own representatives to comment on this. I have to assume it's because they did not respond to him. And if they did, he didn't like the answer they gave him. So he sought help from a person who represents a district over 200 miles away from Wenatchee. I was curious who this guy was. So I Googled his name. And the first thing that popped up was Washington State Rep Jim Walsh apologizes for wearing yellow Star of David to protest COVID vaccine rules. At a church in Lacey, Washington, he spoke about the mask mandates while wearing the star and later clarified with this statement on Facebook. It's an echo from history. In the current context, we're all Jews. <sighs> but Jim Walsh is the guy Matt wants you to listen to. Not a good look, Matt. The one guy you could find to agree with you is a representative from another district that conflates mask requirements with the Holocaust. This is just further evidence that the movement is run by some of the worst and most disingenuous members of the right wing. They are not fit to hold any office, let alone fit to be trusted in directing our children's education. And let me be clear, Jim Walsh needs to keep his opinions in his own district. We do not want that kind of vile garbage here in our embattled valley. This happened just last month, by the way. It isn't an old story. So I have no idea how Matt and others decided that this was the guy to represent our counties in a public statement on Facebook. It really speaks to the ability to make good decisions as a school board member, as well as the ability to interpret policy, which is necessary in the position he's running for, Wenatchee School District School Board position number two. Asking people to please look out for their community and take precautions during a global pandemic is not oppression. Anyone who says it is has no idea what real oppression is. A minor temporary inconvenience is not oppression, let alone genocide. Well, that's all I wanted to say for the moment. I'm still working on my feature for the first Stella's community. I'm trying to have it out by tomorrow, July 18th, or by Monday, July 19th. I know the ballots have already dropped, and it's okay if you feel informed enough to move forward. Just know that it's still coming. 
with 10 candidates running. I was hoping a few of them would drop out, but I guess they're sticking around. I'll have a basic background on all of them, including the incumbents, as well as the answers they submitted to our public school parenting group on Facebook. Until then, let's make progress and correct our community's course on this one. Hit that subscribe button to stay updated with us. And any sources we've used in today's episode are below or are available on our website at progressivedevilry.com.